0: Some of these things, we're assuming your kid likes the first thing we're mentioning, the pizza, the baked pasta, the in the first place, and we're trying to get you to riff on it. But actually, what if your kid doesn't like these things in the first place? These ideas might be a way in so that you can end up having burgers, pizza, big pasta in your back pocket because they're pretty satisfying. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Hey guys, are you in a little bit of a dinner rut? It's the end of May. It's always like this is the month that no one talks explicitly about being completely overwhelming. But then it is because it's the oh, yeah. of school. It's like summer's coming up. There's so much to do. I don't know. I feel like I'm in a bit of a dinner rut. Megan, are you? Oh, hell yeah. Right? Same meals on repeat all the time, which is fine. And like, if that's where you are, that's good too. But today we decided to play a little game of if you usually cook X, then try Y. And this is actually was a listener request. Ah, I should have pulled up the listener's name. You know who you are, and we love you, and this one's for you. But I think this is such a brilliant idea. Like, we're going to just take some family-friendly staples, like chicken fingers, mac and cheese, and we're going to share ways to make these ideas feel a little bit refreshed and new and a little bit more exciting, but still keep it simple.
1: I feel compelled to say that when you first brought this idea to me, I was like, okay, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, But then it also
1: feels like a little bit like old school, didn't I just feed you when we used to like rapid fire dinner ideas? Yeah. Plus I just, again, you said, you said it already, but like if you're in a dinner rep, sometimes all it takes is like taking your regular templated meal plan and changing like two or three things to make it feel fresh again without like, totally changing the way that you shop and meal plan. So it's not like a ton of extra work to try these things. Yes. I'm so
0: excited to get into this one. Okay, but before we do, if you guys would like to support Didn't I Just Feed You, there are several ways to do that. And let me tell you... (laughs) (laughs) you can leave us a rating or review wherever you listen. It's easy. It's free. It makes us happy. It helps other people find us. You can also send this episode to a friend. I think this is a great one to send to a friend. You'll see as you keep listening. Or you can join our community. We have a free community space. Again, it's free. You don't have to pay. Just share your email. We never share it with anyone else. Or if financial support of the show is in your budget and you want to help support us, we are currently putting out what? Like, six free episodes every single month. You can find out how to support us and then you get extra goodies by joining our community, getting bonus episodes, and we're beefing everything up and very exciting changes coming up. Go to you.com backslash community to learn about all of the above. I love our community. They
1: would also have ideas for you if you're in a dinner rut. But I think, okay, so this is like a little bit pulling back the curtain. I feel like there are certain sort of meal templates or like meal ideas that food media is constantly like, oh, your children will love this. Like (laughs) it's a mac and cheese. Your children will love this. Tacos, your children will eat this. Baked pastas, burgers, like there's so many. And yes, I rely on a lot of those like sort of base, basic meals. Especially when I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, totally. But we were talking about this in a recent What We're Cooking Eating Now, where you were like, I made basic beef enchiladas and I was really bored with it. Like it ticked all the boxes for the rest of the family. So some of this is just about like our idea of feeding ourselves first and satisfying ourselves as much as, as the home cooks, as much as we also feed our family. So I think we should approach it from those like meal ideals. I don't know what else to call them, an archetype, a template. And I think we should start with mac and cheese.
0: How's that feel? I think it sounds great, but I need you to know that I've been distracted this whole time. I heard every word you said, though, I promise. (laughs) I'm a really good student. In fourth grade, my teacher's feedback to my parents were that my teacher was frustrated because (laughs) you never seemed (laughs) to be listening. I never seemed to be listening. I was always passing notes, but every time she called on me, I knew exactly how to answer. So I want you to know that I heard you and we're going to start with mac and cheese, but I found out who requested this. Oh, yes. Okay. And I need to give them a shout out. I love it. So it it was on Instagram. We asked what episodes you guys want. And guys, see, look, we really listen. It's looks like Haley Kadaba. Haley. Haley. Bless you. Okay. Okay. So mac and cheese. I think that the basic idea behind mac and cheese is that you've got a pasta and a simple, creamy sauce. Obviously, a simple, creamy, cheesy sauce. Mm-hmm. But, you know, cheese has that creaminess. It has a certain texture. It has a certain saltiness. Um, and that I, that's where, like, I started building from that. Like, how else can we get that, like, mouthfeel, that, like, simple, creamy taste? The first thing I came up with is a creamy lemon pasta that I make for my kids all the time because it, honestly it comes together in 20 25 minutes. I typically make it with heavy cream, but all you need is the pasta cooking water, heavy cream, lemon juice and a little lemon zest. That's it. You can also make this with ricotta if you want to go like more directly into the cheese place, which who doesn't always want who doesn't want to <laughs> live in it's the hard cheese to not place. Go to the cheese place. How do you often,
1: not go? actually?
0: Okay, so that was my main one okay
1: can we stay in that sort of like we're talking about just making pasta and there's a cheese sauce component to it because cacio e pepe is a lot like that if you've never made it before or even carbonara like you're basically making a super simple cheese and egg sauce in both of those and my kids really enjoy those so you're not changing a lot it's a little bit more effort but you're getting a different flavor profile. Beautiful.
0: Another one, this, there are a lot of versions of this on the internet. It went around because I think it's Diane Coachellis who writes a lot of uh, cookbooks on Greek cooking. And Megan, crazy. I'm actually going to Greece with my mom in September to take one of her classes. Oh, wow. Yeah, we just decided that we're going to do that together. So anyway- Pasta with yogurt sauce. I believe the the original Diane Coachella has spinach and caramelized onions, which is delicious. We're gonna link to a recipe uh that you actually shared. I think a quick adaptation. Wait, I was like, wait, I think I wrote this. Yeah. It's a quick adaptation of Diane's <laughs> It's recipe. from Jenny Rosenstretch. She did it. It comes from Diane, though. Yeah, even on Jenny's. I know. Yeah, like, that's where yeah. I that's where I came, came from. Came across it. Got yes. It. Also, Odolengi. Has a yogurt sauce. I think it's with buttered pine nuts that I used to make all the time with my kids. The point here is that you can take Greek yogurt and make a creamy pasta that feels adjacent to mac and cheese, too. Yes. Okay. What
1: about this idea of switching out the pasta for something like rice? Oh, yeah. And then you can do like a cheesy rice bake, like we do one with broccoli and cheddar a lot. But you have one with um, rice and green chilies.
0: Yes. That is one of my kids' absolute favorite things. It's a great side dish, but you could totally serve it as a main entree with salad.
1: Yeah. Or would you like add some protein? Maybe you roast some chicken thighs along the side. Sure. That's yeah. what I usually do. Yeah. What else? Anything else in the mac and cheese category? Do we, Does that just jump us ahead if we start talking about like pasta and meat sauce? Not in a bad way, but that is an alternative, right? It so is like an alternative. Or doing like pasta with beans.
0: Pasta with beans. I like that. But what kind of salt? So- like, are we getting the cheese element there?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Okay.
0: I love it. <laughs> should we go to just pasta in general? Too? Yes. Please. And okay. I think we should talk about pasta bakes as well. Yeah. So let's
1: do like regular, regular pasta. This is a struggle point for me because. My kids ultimate is like plain pasta with butter and Parmesan. Like veggie, veggie on the side. Actually, please don't make me eat the veggie. A lot of times what I do when they when that's something that they're really craving is like make myself my own bowl. That's sort of more like a pasta salad. Yeah. Like a vinaigrette and like crumbly sort of tangy cheese like feta or goat cheese and like just whatever fresh veg. So it feels more dressed up. But it's also like double work. Like by the time I'm actually sitting down to my bowl, they're like asking for seconds of the plain buttered noodles. So I really want to hear what thoughts you have about
0: dressing up pasta. So I think that, you know, if you make mac and cheese, we give you some specific recipe ideas that are different but adjacent. We're going to talk about baked pastas and I think pizza too, but let's get to that in a second. When it just comes to basic pasta, There are so many. It kind of just depends on what sauce you're using. So I'm going to diverge a little bit here. And instead of giving specific recipes, my thoughts are more about if you're always making pasta sauce X because your kids like it, pasta with pesto, pasta with meat sauce, pasta with marinara, and you're like, oh, I don't want to make this again. I think the thing to think about is what could you cook instead of pasta to toss with that pasta sauce? Oh, and I'm going to start with Korean rice cakes. Your fave. I love them. And it's really easy to get into a place of thinking of them as going with like Goju and like all these like, you know, Korean and Asian flavors. But I recently saw, I think it might be Eric Kim, but I'm not, I can't be sure on Instagram. Made like an Italian-style meat sauce, but added a little bit of soy sauce for umami. Maybe even added a tiny bit of gochujang. But like, it was an Italian fo- like flavor forward like flavor-forward meat sauce. Tossed it with Korean rice cakes. Genius. And it feels really different, but it still like hits the marks for your kids potentially, and yeah. can feel like really different and exciting. And like, you got to play a little bit with your cooking.
1: Yes. I'm obsessed with this. First yeah, of all, think, from a I rice cake really angle, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: gnocchi is pasta adjacent, but that's another one that you could swap totally. in there. But then there's like the whole world of other noodles. Yes, right, like rice noodles,
0: soba, soba noodles. noodles. Mm-hmm. I think beans are another one, like pesto, marinara, meat sauce. Like I already named a whole bunch. All of those tossed with white beans, cannellini beans, like is beautiful, too. Wait, I screenshotted someone's Instagram
1: stories where they were sharing a recipe for beans from Bon Appetit. And I was like, oh, it's almost Alfredo broccoli and chickpeas. Mm. And I was like, oh,
0: you can basically boom
1: bean right there. That's any it.
0: kind of pasta. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Done. And you know what? Like, if you like the idea and you're like, my kids are not going to eat like a bowl full of beans, you can cook the pasta too and combine them mm-hmm. as a kind of bridge. And if you just want the beans, as something different. But just even if you combine them, that feels a little bit different. Pasta with pesto, okay, again, but pasta with pesto and some cannellini beans in there, uh, already feels a little bit more interesting, even in a bare minimum time.
1: Yeah, you're getting a variety of texture. I don't want to spoil it because I know we're going to talk about it, but pizza beans is something I yeah. cook like yes. once a quarter for my family. And you know what is the thing that they are into with that and we'll make them eat it?
0: Special bread. Special bread. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I totally guessed. But yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, if you're going to serve a bowl of beans, have some special bread.
1: Yeah. It's so good. And then you're getting that, like, variety of textures, again, in a different way. That makes it super satisfying.
0: Okay, so any other substitutes for pasta that you want to do real
1: quick? I mentioned it in mac and cheese, but I think a lot of these things that we're talking about, like, you could do with rice. Yep. One, like, basic white rice or brown rice or other grains, like some, you have leftover quinoa, doing it with, like, pasta and white beans would be really delicious. Farro, barley, yes. any of those. I mean, there's a little bit. You know, it's not quite as co- as fast cooking as pasta, but if you prepped it during the week weekend, might make for a quick weeknight dinner too. Love it. Okay. Okay. Baked pastas, and I think you said pizzas. I agree with this because it's like carb, sauce, cheese. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: holy Trinity. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. So. If you are making a lot of big pastas, a lot of pizza, what are some things kind of adjacent that hit the carb sauce cheese thing that you think might be fun to experiment
1: with? I mentioned pizza beans. I'm going to say it again.
0: I love it. You also mentioned, mentioned gnocchi, and I yes. think pizza gnocchi is very similar, to. I'm going to mention my favorite and my kid's favorite, chicken parm. Yes. We love it. It's not a carb. It's a protein sauce cheese. But the breading is carb adjacent. Yeah. And I was yeah. actually going to say, if you don't feel like dealing with the breading, it's pretty easy to find pre-breaded chicken cutlets at this point in most places. I mean, but you can also, buy them in the freezer, yeah, too. Also, chicken nuggets work. And you could just use regular. Like, it doesn't have to be breaded. I know I much prefer it breaded, but just some chicken cutlets grilled with pasta sauce
1: and cheese on top. So
0: delicious. Delicious. What else?
1: I feel like we should mention uh, like eggplant parm. I feel I know that that feels like a hard sell. But what you're talking about is the same idea of like there are a lot of things that you could just quickly fry and do pizza on pizza sauce and like cheese on top of. What about even like like a grilling cheese or like a bread cheese that holds up really well? It's almost like mozzarella sticks. But you're oh, doing it as like kind of uh, a that's pie. interesting.
0: Or if you do like toasts, like you know how I love toasts, yeah, like thick cut sourdough that you put a little bit of olive oil and garlic, like rub raw garlic and then grill it. I mean that feels and then like grill very some grilling cheese and put a little sauce on top. Feels like very bougie French bread pizza,
1: and I am here totally. for it totally.
0: Or or like you know, I think for me, something like that would be part of like a snack dinner. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it wouldn't be enough quite on its own, just like bread and cheese. But instead of just putting out crackers, cheese, a whole bunch of snacks, you could do that. Someone can be like on the grill doing that and then just put together a whole bunch of other snacky things and you have a beautiful like spring summer snacky dinner. Yeah. That feels pizza adjacent. I'm going to, I don't know if people are going to buy this, but carb sauce, cheese. Okay. When my kids were little, I used to make quinoa patties all the time. Okay. I think it was a Heidi Swanson recipe. But basically, maybe not because she's vegan and these have cheese in them. So mm, I wish I could remember. Anyway, pre-cooked quinoa, I used to cook it in a batch. You can like get it at Trader Joe's, frozen, whatever it is, and then put a whole bunch of like grated cheese, like Gruyere or something that's melty and will like, pull them together. And then fry them up, like make little patties. I think you put like one egg in an egg yolk or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Make little patties, fry them up. And then my kids used to eat them like with their fingers. But now I think it'd be great to then like put a little sauce on them, a little mozzarella cheese on top. I don't know. I think it could be kind of my brain just
1: exploded out because I was like, oh, you could do that in the summer with like zucchini fritters. Yes. Or corn fritters. Yep. Like all of those flavors still go really well together. And then all you're talking about is like adding a little bit of cornmeal or chickpea flour. I mean, you could even do like chickpea fritters. Oh, my and gosh. pizza them.
0: Yes. Because that's like I used to go to this Italian deli in Brooklyn that used to do. It's a classic Italian sandwich. I don't remember the name for it. They would put it on bread, but it was chickpea pancake with ricotta cheese mm. on bread. But yes, absolutely. Pizza, a fritter. I love it. Or, like corn fritter with instead of marinara sauce, a little bit of pesto, and then melt the mozzarella on top. Yes. It'd be delicious. Done. I'm done for it. I want to eat that right now. I don't know if this feels too
1: much like pizza beans, but if you just, you mentioned like snack dinners and it made me think of it. This idea of like you can make like a pizza dip oh, where you do like yeah. pasta sauce in a skillet and put all the like pizza toppings on top. And melt it and then you can eat it with either like toasted bread or crackers. Again, then probably be part of a snacky dinner, but it's a nice just a little bit of variety from just like your regular old pizza night.
0: Yep. Let's give a shout out to soup. It's weird for me to do that because everyone knows <laughs> I don't love soup. But like <laughs> and it's also not soup season. But like I've seen a lot of lasagna Ooh. soups.
1: You just said let's get a shout out to soups and I may never recover. Okay.
0: (laughs) Because I see these lasagna soups. Full disclosure, I've never made one. Yeah. Because that is like, if I'm not into soups, I'm definitely not like trying lasagna soup, but I, they're very popular. Yes. Spend a lot of time on food
1: Instagram. (laughs) That makes me think of like lasagna roll-ups too. It's not exactly getting you away from the Ex- like pasta sauce, cheese, but it's like a nice alternative sometimes. Yeah. Just roll thing, if, especially if you have leftover pasta noodles to use up. So, do how will we feel about? I feel like we just nailed pasta from top to bottom. So, like, oh, yeah, baby. Can we talk about tacos? Yeah, taco tacos night are is a big one total. in my house, and it is like they want the most basic, like Americanized, crunchy beef tacos. That's the okay. go to. So
0: when we talked about baked pots and pizza, we said carb sauce cheese. Yeah. When we're talking about tacos, what are our building blocks here? Some sort of like flatbread or chip and then protein and yeah. toppings. Yes. Okay. You should be able to eat it
1: handheld. Okay. Got it. Which toastados that, that qualifies toastados.
0: Okay. Oh, totally. Yes. I'm going to go with something a little bit that actually can fit in the pizza category, too. Okay. Because some people call it Middle Eastern pizza. Lama June, which I've never had. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, it's like a flatbread topped with minced meat. Often the minced meat, the Lama June that I'm familiar with, because I'm sure Lama June comes from several different countries. Has like almost a cinnamony flavor to okay. it sometimes. Sometimes there can be minced vegetables on it too, and herbs, and like onion, garlic, tomato, red pepper, parsley, like that kind of thing. And then baked. It's popular. I've had Armenian Lama June. I know they make it in Lebanon, in Syria, and Turkey. But you're basically talking about a flatbread. Okay. There isn't sauce, so it feels a little. That's why I put it in tacos versus pizza but it's a flatbread with this minced meat. You can use ground meat. I think that sounds really fun. I don't put toppings, like chopped tomato or lettuce the way you would on tacos, but I think you could. You yeah. could add some stuff on top if you wanted to.
1: Do you feel like flatbread pizzas then enter the arena for tacos? <laughs> it's like, Yeah. I think of Tracy Benjamin has like a, a Trader Joe's, like you buy like a non-style bread and put like pesto, artichoke hearts, and like Gruyere cheese on top of it. And then you can put it in the oven or in the air fryer. Does I that, like that
0: feel like it's taco? That like, feels you can pizza. you eat it folded up. Yes. Okay. So it bridges. I yeah. like that. Okay. I think it bridges and I like that. But now that you've mentioned non-bread... Non-bread, non-Trader and Trader Joe's Enter and, and, uh, and Trader Joe's. I recently found Trader Joe's, and they've been around for a while. Middle Eastern style kebabs.
1: Oh, in the freezer. Kebabs.
0: Have you ever had the ones from Trader Joe's?
1: I know people love them. I have not. Oh,
0: I really like them. I couldn't believe it. I that I'd never seen them. I picked them up for myself because I've just been trying like easy things yes. I can throw in the air fryer that are high protein at lunchtime. They're great. And I've taken. I've taken tortillas and either put in tzatziki or I have a Trader Joe's tomato eggplant spread. But something like that, just the tortilla or flatbread or naan bread, the kebab, and just a little bit of like sauce, the way you would do salsa. Okay. I'm in. So good. Sold. So good. And then you could also do chopped lettuce on top, chopped tomatoes, cucumber if you want, whatever.
1: I hate to say this, but now you're just making me think of Euros. Yes. Totally. Which also Trader Joe's has like euro meat that you can yep. buy and wrap and wrap in that style of bread and then do like tzatziki, um, like a chopped tomato and cucumber salad. So still hitting that, like it's a carb and it's handheld. Love it. Anything else? I feel like I should mention this is not so far away from tacos, right? Like it's almost like mentioning a taco salad or taco pasta which is like not that much of a flavor difference but I made Erin McDowell's fry bread tacos yes. from her book savory baking it so good and that was really fun like it's the same filling and my kids were satisfied by it without it being like such a different flavor profile and then I was satisfied to have like different texture and yeah, experience and they're totally. pretty quick for a weeknight even though there is frying involved Stacey, it's getting warmer and the weather has me so ready for a wardrobe
0: update, but I want it to be for the long haul without spending a fortune. Quince is your place. It's not easy to get quality pieces that you can count on to last without investing a ton of money. But at Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year.
1: Not only is By Heart an easy to digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit up and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey to casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem Your Welcome offer at buyheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's buyheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply.
0: Okay, I want to talk about burgers. All four of our kids love burgers.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, Emmett loves a
0: burger too, right? No, Ella doesn't. burger
1: obsessed and he's actually kind of like mid on burgers which is interesting because you know i'm not going to take us too far out i promise he loves mr beast the youtuber who's also like a philanthropist yeah and now he mr beast has like these franchise restaurants that are sort of cooked out of like uh, ghost kitchens Mm -hmm. and i keep wanting to go i'm like let's go try mr beast burger because that's what it is it's All burgers and fries, and he's like, "I'm just not. I can't get him to be interested in it." And I'm like, "OMG, I want to put it on our summer bucket list. Let's do this!" And he's like, "Mm, "I don't feel that excited about it." So he's kind of mid on burgers, but some
0: of the things on my burger alternatives list, he is into. So let's okay, that's great. So maybe this. Hey, I never even thought of that angle. That some of these things we're assuming your kid likes the first thing we're mentioning, the pizza, the baked pasta, the in the first place. And we're trying to get you to riff on it. But actually, what if your kid doesn't like these things in the first place? These ideas might be a way in yep. so that you can end up having burgers, pizza, baked pasta in your back pocket because they're pretty satisfying. Most kids like them for a reason, right? Yeah. And they're easy to grocery shop. Yeah, and all of that. Yep. exactly. Okay. So burgers.
1: Okay. I feel. Like sloppy joes is a category yes. I should mention. Emmett does like sloppy joes, but we also recently made a Big Mac sloppy joe off of an Instagram reel, and my whole family really liked that. And we've made them twice since.
0: Oh so, yes, it's a win. Yes, it's a win. I want to make those.
1: You should. Maybe I'll make them. But your week. burger okay. sauce is the better burger sauce. Thank you. It's your I'll fried chicken, it. fried sandwich. chicken sauce. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Everybody knows I make shepherd's pie a lot if they've been listening a while. I think shepherd's pie is a great thing too. Also, you can get some veggies in there and it's all like one shot, like frozen peas and carrots for the win or that green bean mix and then mashed potatoes on top. And I will say, if your kid really doesn't like mashed potatoes, it probably won't work. But Isaac does not love mashed potatoes. It's like one of his least favorite things that he's willing to eat. It doesn't cross over into I won't eat it, but he really likes shepherd's pie. So- it works somehow. You could always do pot pie like instead of doing a
1: mashed potato topping you could take the base the the filling and do like store-bought pie dough on top yeah, or puff or pastry. pastry yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. What else? Meatloaf and meatballs. You oh, mentioned yeah. meatball subs recently. Yep. In those do you think that they're like more burger flavored or more they're like traditional flavor?
0: Ah uh, I don't know. I think that's interesting because I think it depends on like how far you want to take this inspiration. Okay, Like if the building block of a burger is ground beef, (laughs) bread, meat, cheese, yeah, bread, meat, cheese, right? So then you might, you know, you can just keep it kind of standard. You can do instead of like a meatball sub, a meatball hero, Italian style, you could do like bread, a simple beef meatball, and then like a burger sauce, and mm-hmm. just some like chopped lettuce and tomato on top. I love that idea. It's kind of just a different form. Otherwise, you can kind of use the idea of like this is a chopped meat patty and I'm yeah. serving it to you in different ways.
1: Uh, you have a couple other beef ideas, I think, before I, yeah. I want to talk about like other s- beef or like meat, cheese, and yeah, bread sandwiches. Totally. Yeah,
0: So if you're working with ground beef, which is really where I was coming from, Beef bulgogi, you can, Mm. if it's a flavor that you think might be challenging for your kids, you can start by making it like a burger. And then if they like it, you can kind of crumble it up and do like a bowl. Kofta or like a Middle Eastern. I mean, we just talked about it in the taco section, right? But I feel like kofta or any kind of ground meat kebab, you get to ground meat, you get to patty, you get to serving it in bread, like a pita pocket or a flatbread, but you get to play with the flavor profile by putting different, like Middle Eastern spices, warming spices.
1: Yeah. You have a really good Thai chicken burger, which is from Make It Easy, um, that my family also loves. And so I'm going to mention that as far as burgers. And then I mentioned this in a what we're cooking and eating now recently. My family loves like a grilled chicken sandwich. And that's still like, you're still hitting bun, meat, cheese. And you can do any, like, variations on that, too. Like, can you get, like, thin pork chops and grill them and make it into a sandwich? Or make even, like, a katsu-style
0: sandwich on a bun. Totally. Or grilled steak sandwich. Like, if the yes. idea is that your family really loves beef and the sandwich, like, grilled steak sandwiches. Yeah. So
1: good. And caramelize some onions and make, like, a little horseradish mayo. Mm-hmm. Chef's Kisses. Okay. I think we should talk about ramen. We have a full episode on ramen. Actually, all four of our kids love ramen. Yep. So what are some, like, other directions we can take ramen?
0: Oh, okay. I mentioned in the Trader Joe's subscription episode that people really love Trader Joe's dumplings and that I had seen on social media that someone took, like, the gingery broth which is like a thin, I don't know if it's a vegetable broth or a chicken broth. And then I can't remember, it was one of the jarred sauces. Like, you know how their enchilada sauce comes in like a jar and there's that whole jarred sauce area. It was some sort of like coconut ginger sauce or something like that that was also Asian based flavors, like Pan-Asian flavors. They dumped the whole jar of sauce into the box of broth and then put dumplings in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you could do that and you could do that also just with rice noodles. Yeah. Or tortellini. Ooh, tortellini. Tortellini. Tortellini and Broto. And yes. Broth. Just simple go, like departing from the Asian flavors. But the idea of like what again, what are the building blocks of ramen broth, simple, b- flavorful broth and noodles. Yes. And carb. Shout out to
1: like cold soba noodles. We've been doing peanut noodles a lot recently. That's not soupy. That I've been able to like thread ramen into eating cold soba noodles with peanut sauce.
0: Love that. I feel like you need to mention this because this is something that I feel like is more in your repertoire than mine, but chicken and dumplings. Okay, I'm going to push back on this though.
1: Oh, why? Because I feel like this is different. Like chicken and dumplings is more... Almost like a like
0: a stew or a casserole or a gravy, so I don't feel like it's. How about a dumpling, a chicken soup with dumplings? Yeah, sure, okay, that works. Just get some soup, like it can be yes. In winter, winter chicken dinner, I have a really great. I'm really proud of the method for making a shortcut. It's super flavorful, homemade style soup, and it's shortcut in that you're using. You're not making the broth from scratch. But you brown the chicken first and then you pull it off the bone and that like then you put the store-bought broth in that pot with some like onions and stuff like that is delicious. And then you can get like Bisquick and make dumplings and there you have carb broth. Okay. I'll
1: agree to it. I'll put it in the ramen section. You have this on the list, but I also oh shoot who just cooked this someone who we both know, maybe like Kelly Foster, who's been a guest on the show. And I worked with that kitchen a noodle stir fry. Oh, oh. It was my friend Jennifer actually cooked a, a noodle stir fry from damn delicious.
0: OK, and I was like,
1: oh, I want that. And it had like ground beef, not ground beef, like beef, sliced beef. I want to say there was like celery and spinach, and it had this very savory-looking sauce on it. We're gonna look at that. Sounds delicious. Okay, but I think that's very ramen adjacent. Love it. Like a nice ramen alternative. Cool. Okay, we can't end without talking about chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, (laughs) the nugs, the nuggies, the nuggies. Okay, you mentioned already doing like chicken parm.
0: Yes. And we
1: have a now famous chicken finger chicken nugget salad story yep. that we wrote for Epicurious, which includes a lot of ideas. But so else? many
0: versions of it. Yeah. Like six versions. Different flavor profiles, each one.
1: Yeah. Not just like a ranch and cheddar cheese kind of thing. What else in the chicken finger?
0: Well, you family? know, it sounds fancy. Chicken Milanese. It's just a breaded chicken cutlet, (laughs) pan-fried. It is my absolute favorite. It's my kids' favorite. And then, you know, you go to a restaurant and they serve it with a little bit of arugula salad on top or a shaved fennel salad, and you're paying a lot of money, and it's basically a big-ass chicken finger with some salad, and it's <laughs> so good.
1: It is so good.
0: <laughs> Wait, isn't
1: that also what katsu is in a lot of ways? Sometimes it's pork, but, like, if you get chicken katsu at a Japanese restaurant, it's, like, yeah. basically a fried chicken finger with, yeah. like, a gravy on it.
0: It's a little bit thicker, yes. yes. And there's, like, katsu sauce, but I think katsu's a great thing to do here. And katsu can be turned into a sandwich. Katsu can be served with rice. It often has, like, very thinly shredded cabbage on the side. Yes. so good. We can't move on
1: from breaded chicken without talking about chicken schnitzel, schnitzel, <laughs> I schnitzel, which is basically the same thing. Okay, but then also, I wouldn't be who I am if I wasn't like, hey, if your kids like nuggets, have you tried crispy tofu? Uh, I knew you were going to say tofu I nuggets. Did.
0: Tofu nuggets. What else? You know, we talked about these earlier when we were talking about. Pizza? Mm-hmm. I think it was pizza. Yeah. Any kind of fritter that has a nice crispy a- exterior. I know it's not chicken fingers, but like a latka, zucchini pancake, a corn fritter. I mean, any of that has the same kind of mouthfeel. You get some veggies in, it's nice and fried. I don't know. It's an idea. It's an idea. I it's a little it. bit out on it's a little bit on the outside. I don't think it's that far out. But
1: Yeah. I I was also going to combine ideas and mention like doing a chicken finger taco. Yeah. Like slaw in it. Totally. Or like a wrap of some kind, like a chicken Caesar wrap, but with fingers to get a little flavor change up there.
0: What about like chicken shawarma? Okay. You know, you cut shawarma up because, you know, normally when it's on the spit, you'd be like cutting slices off, right? So even when I make my sheet pan shawarma from winter, winter chicken dinner, I use thighs. It cooks in the oven. But when you come out, I cut it up and then I finish it in the broiler. You know, the difference is it's not breaded. So it kind of depends in what direction, like, you want to take the inspiration of chicken fingers. Yeah. But just, like, chicken cut up, bite-sized pieces, you know, you can eat it with a salad on the side or you can put it in bread or a tortilla. I think chicken shawarma might work.
1: Okay. I approve. We also can't talk about like fried chicken in any capacity without talking about your fast food fried chicken
0: sandwich. Yeah. I mean, my kids like a spicy chicken sandwiches, they're like number one food. They yeah. order it from Popeyes, they order it from Wingstop. It's what they get when they go to McDonald's. Like, they don't get burgers, they get spicy chicken sandwiches. It's their favorite. And they like mine the best, which I think says a lot because my kids are absolutely willing to tell me that oh, your food Wingstop is, is better. Yeah. <laughs> my
1: family also loves it it is a little bit ambitious like you're making your own sauce you're frying the chicken so even taking like we mentioned a sort of pre-breaded patty and frying it and making your own sandwich I think is a great alternative
0: here or you know what else guys if it's a night where you wanted to pull out the chicken fingers and you're like uh this again if it's in your budget pick up the phone open that app (laughs) Order a spicy chicken sandwich. Okay.
1: It's the spot. When all else fails, get (laughs) out of your rut by making someone else cook for you and pay for it. When all else
0: fails.
1: I love that. Okay. What I really want to know is, Haley, did we answer your question? Did
0: we do it? Did we nail the assignment?
1: I almost feel like we could do an expansion on this. Like we could go deeper into pasta, deeper into tacos, et cetera, but it would be something else.
0: But you know what we'll do in the meantime?
1: Take it to the community. Take it to
0: the community. You guys, we hope this was helpful and we hope that you join us in our community because we do stuff like this and answer questions and take requests all the time there. So if you're not already a member, join for free so you can get to that community board where we're really kind of hanging out all the time at you.com backslash community. While you're there, if you decide, hmm, I have a little budget, I want to support these ladies, you can also check out our supporting membership options and you get good things like bonus episodes and recipes and other fabulous things.
1: It's less expensive than one night of takeout for a family of four. That is true. Follow us on Instagram where we are at didn't I just feed you a gigantic a huge a good gargantuan thank you
0: to our producer Samantha Gatzik. I'm Megan and I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well fed until next time. Be sure to subscribe to didn't I just feed you wherever
1: you're listening and don't forget to rate and review